Good morning. It's Monday. We're glad that you could be with us. This time we found that there's some spying going on on the aerospace and telecom industries. Twitter has got something that it is just crazy, man. Um, AI interjecting its thoughts into your conversations and IP cameras have some vulnerabilities. This is the Insecurity Brief podcast. It features tech news and analysis throughout the world. This podcast is made possible through advertising and listeners like you. If you can't donate, please share this program. We depend on you. A new story released by Cyber Reason called Operation Ghost Shell, a new rat remote access technology targets global aerospace and telecom firms. Remote access Trojan dubbed Shell Client has been used as an espionage tool by some Middle East actors, um, a new Middle Eastern guy called Malinkamak, and it, it they seem to have be connected to some other Iranian groups and threat actors. They've been operating since 2018. Most of the attacks under the findings and the new investigation show that it's been operating since 2018. But recently, they found the rat has been doing reconnaissance and exfiltration of sensitive data from leading aerospace and telecommunication companies in the Middle East, U.S., Russia, and Europe. What do you think about this trip? Wow. <laughs> I mean, this is, this is threat actors for countries trying to grab data. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that this global, this global thing where these companies are like all over the place. A lot of times we're talking about big data, which is only one small part of everything around us, although it's all consuming. Um, the telecom industry and aerospace are like where it's at for the big money, especially what's going on with um, uh, the getting uh, in in the aerospace arena. Look at the things that uh, Musk has done and uh, Amazon has done uh, in recent developments. Um, the aerospace world is is a changing and so is the technology so that you can actually reuse a rocket you don't have to dump it <laughs> it'll land itself so all of these things are going to continue this rat is really interesting because it of the way that it's hiding uh and using the tech i read the article too and you know one of the things is that when you are watching over a network and you're really trying to see what's going on, you got to look at the outgoing packets, see where your traffic's going. And what these guys are doing is they're using Dropbox, the Dropbox app, as a command and control. So literally when you have communication coming from Dropbox, the company, and your computer, network and you see that on the outside 
because everything's encrypted, you can't see what the inside of the data packet looks like, and hijackers know this. So they use that so that when you trace back the communication, it's going to Dropbox Inc., not to them. Of course, it is going to them because they're at the other end. And using these cloud services like Google and um, Amazon, these are great um these are great hiding places. Amazon for a long time has had some serious malware sites on it that were that so that when you saw traffic from your network and you're using a little tool that like Wireshark and trying to decipher Wireshark and seeing traffic that's going to Amazon, you only know what you don't know what that's for you got to go all the way back on the floor if it's in windows and see what application is talking to amazon and are you really going to do that probably not so uh until we make it so that these operating systems actually report what application is making it out and leaving um the desktop and locking the desktop I, mean, it, I understand i really do get it i get it it's hard so i love cyber reason i love that firm but i kind of have this short little poem almost about how you can tell who is attacking you so if it's dumb and clunky it's the usa if it's silent but it's working but you're noticing little oddities that's Russia. If it's working, but it's glitchy, that might be China. If you notice something weird, if it's crashing, if it's broken, or your Google shows up in, Arab, in Arabic, that's the Middle East. That's who you can tell who's attacking you. There you go. My poem is over. <laughs> Very well done. <laughs> Thank you. SEC, a Greek security newspaper, has some interesting stuff uh, from time to time. And back in October uh, 7th, it had, um, in its battle to add more social privacy upgrades to its platform and make Twitter a better place, the company has announced a new feature they are testing that will engage and let people know that they're about to engage in a conversation that can become more intense. In a tweet, Twitter support wonders, do you want to know the atmosphere of a conversation before you join? For this reason, the company continues, are going to install prompts on your Android and iOS device, meaning your Android or iPhone, that'll let you know that the conversation you're about to intend, attend is going to be intense. So Twitter in itself is going to modify your behavior with behavior prompts in the application. What could seriously go wrong with that? Well, so it's behavior modification. They're starting to parent us. They're, tr they're starting to train us on how they want us to use their platform. 
you know, and I feel like um, a lot of people get ex- a lot of new users who aren't used to Twitter, are, they, they are specific, specifically vulnerable to this type of thing because in a heated debate, they might on a flash want to curse or, you know, show a picture of flipping the bird or something like that. And all this stuff is getting flagged now. So now I guess a prompt will show up for that. Yeah, well, the AI is going to be watching. The AI that surveys all of our conversations is now going to let itself be known that it's made a judgment about what you're communicating about. Wow. Well, I know that AI can do that. But the fact that they're going to kind of install that upon the people, upon the populace, uh, we'll and, see how and that w- goes. And, and from the Facebook disclosure, from that whistleblower too, um, they're just going to do it to people that speak English. Because that's where, um, that's where these guys lie. And if you look at the Twitter populace, um, I mean, I've, I've, I've done some research on looking at bots and I see tons of bots and languages I can't read. I think they're bots. They look like bots to me. Um, but I can't really tell because I can't read it. So that's just part and parcel of the, of the operating system. Scary stuff. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I recall some AI that used to assess people. It used to capture the traffic of like all of an internal company's uh, chat dialog boxes, and it would score people. And once the AI decided it didn't like you, it would it would like stop talking to you, or maybe it wouldn't even be nice to you. You know, once it has judged you, it's once you have pissed it off and said something at some point in time that has upset the AI, it like forever doesn't like you. It doesn't like heal ever. It, it, it doesn't have forgiveness. And some of the people that I relate to on social media never have forgiveness from the AI. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is, a, this, is a, this is a scary new realm for us to be entering in with this. Okay, a new article came out on October 5th by Tara Seals on ThreadPost called IP Surveillance Bugs in Access Gear Allow Remote Remote Code Execution and Data Theft. So access gears are IP surveillance cameras primarily. Usually they're being used by businesses, but home users can have them to access cameras is uh, a market leader. So there are three security vulnerabilities that have been released and have related CVEs. Um, They are a heap buffer-based overflow, an improper receipt validation, and an SMTP header injection. All three of these vulnerabilities require on the users who have clicked on a malicious link while like logged in to the device. So, you know, it's not completely common that this would happen, but you could be tricked by phishing and you you could be tricked. So the heap buffer um, overflow has to do with 
get and post requests between the HTTP server. Uh, the get the get request had a size limit, but the post request didn't, so it allowed for an overflow of size of requests. And then the other two are really sanitation vulnerabilities where they didn't sanitize uh, the handling of the data of the input and the output, and and it uh, corresponded to the vulnerabilities. They're still working on patches, but the vulnerabilities could allow for um, complete takeover of the camera and remote code executed on the camera. Um, yeah. The, yeah, what do you think? Trip? What I think is <laughs> some of these are put out by Homeland Security and are watching neighborhoods. <laughs> so these are going to be a popular vector for um, a popular vector for uh, getting back at the at whoever is controlling the camera. Uh, <laughs> this is a popular brand in the security realm. Um, one of the things about all of this stuff is the basic infrastructure of security in itself. I have visited many, many companies that mix their security components up with actually their regular networking. Um, and the network crews that are out there all think that they're smarter than the security guy. So, oh, they get paid more than the security guard. So they think that all security, um, especially uh, camera security, can't be that hard. Um, I've seen this over and over again. And really what you need to do with uh, premise security is separation, physically not on the same network. You run the wires, the wires can be near each other, but other than that, you don't plug them into the same switch, you don't use the same power supplies, you don't, you don't use any of the same stuff. Completely segregated because these appliances, all electronics, the security industry also all these electronics don't have updates like the rest of the computer industry. We hear about hacks all the time, but the security boxes, not so often. So you don't trust, the level of trust of all equipment should be zero all the time. I don't trust anything. And then I you'll be that, in a better place. I think that's a good practice. They, they say that they are developing patches, then they will come out with their regular planned maintenance uh, schedule to include the patch. But like you said, you know, if your browser gets compromised, there's a browser up patch and update within a few days or a week. And you know, it, and it's fast. But, but, what, on the, but on these other network types of equipment, like a, the security camera, no, it's going to take them a long time. And these, and actually, and these controllers too, you got to subscribe to be able to get the update. So if you're not a subscription member, you buy a piece of hardware and the hardware is working. If you don't buy the subscription data, I could give you an example there, the firewalls. Okay, all the firewall code, um, all the firewalls that are out there, I mean, they're updated continually. Under contract, they're updated. If you buy from any of the major manufacturers and you don't subscribe, you don't get the update. 
So you can have a device that's sitting on a network that is like a firewall device that never had an update put on it since it was originally installed and will have 60 CVEs that are available for it. And yeah. it, it just became a pawn box. It's not a hack box. It's not a firewall. It's just a pawn. With the IP cameras themselves, I remember kind of younger in my career, in my 20s, I used to search on the net for specific uh, parameters that would return IP connected cameras. And I used to find worlds of different types of cameras from people's backyards to laboratories of mice. One of them was an underwater sea IP camera that I used to watch the fish swimming all the time. And then one time I did find one that was in an airport and it was viewing uh, airplanes that were in a, in an airport hangar and that that was a security problem like a national type of security problem that you could see that from an ip camera so some of this stuff you know this is dangerous that it can be that it's connected directly to the internet and can be found publicly so these these things are tough to secure segregation is best the best policy like trip said in, we'll see what happens with this stuff. We'll see. <laughs> well, don't forget to like and subscribe. I'm Honey. I'm Trip. You have a great day. Yeah, maybe we'll...